might make your head blow off. Hey yo, it's a talk show host, Kana Lassiter. Join me for an episode of Relations, the most lit lit hour of adult conversation. Hold up, hold up. You know you can't forget about me. It's 51 Spade, Alpha Male G O D. One half of Relations. You wanna hear the truth? Can, can you can you can you handle the truth? It's where it's at, baby. It's where it's at, baby. What's good? And welcome to an all new episode of Relations. My name is Kayla Lassiter. Say it with me now. Alpha male G-O-D 51 spade aka the ninja you love to hate. I'm in the building. And you know how we do it. Two topics, one hour. The first topic is about not killing the messenger. And the second topic is if you aren't married, you're single. I think a lot of people are going to be mad at me today, but... That's what the show is all about. So we're going to start with not killing the messenger. Um, And there's a particular person. We've decided not to say their name, but there's a particular person in social media today that has a platform. And he is very direct to both men and women, but he became very popular by telling women that they're average at best. Um, that they could not get a high-value man. And during these conversations, he seems to point out some of the things that he has a big disdain for in women. Now, while he's naming all these things, he is talking to the person. So basically, let's make an example. Someone calls in and wants to know why they can't acquire a good man or they have a complaint about men in general. The first thing that this guy will point out is, lady, you got on a whole bonnet. And I got like 300,000 subscribers watching the show right now and you have a bonnet on. Um, Or he'll mention, how much do you weigh? How tall are you? Do you rate yourself? uh, Where do you rate yourself on a scale from one to 10? These things have really caused women to be upset. And they're upset because of what he's saying and the answers that they have to give because they are facts. Um, to his questions. So if he says, well, how old are you, ma'am? Okay, I'm 43. How much do you weigh? I'm 220. You're a halfback. And, and so basically he tells them this. And but that's, and that's fact. I get it. So I'm trying to get people to the level, not to the level, to understand why people are angry because I understood why people were getting angry. But I understood also the message. Well, I mean, in the nutshell, they're basically saying, Instead of tearing down women, you should be uplifting them. Or uh, he's a black man, so, you know, who raised you? Your mama, you got sisters, you know, blase, this and that. But to me, it don't have anything to do with fact. Like, fact is fact. And I feel like we live in a world where people want you to lie to them. Matter of fact, people have gotten so sensitive because of social media. Um, Now people can respond back. Um, to things and things just bother them. So they want you to do things the politically correct, correct way. way. So if someone weighs 220, because I said this on a show, couple of shows back, you weigh as much as a man. And I was actually DM'd and told that that's not right, that I can't say that. And I was like, yes, I can, because it's fact. If you don't want to weigh 220, you have the option to lose weight. Like, I can't help it because you the size of a man, but me pretending like you not one. That's a problem. It, it, it's, a, it's a problem. So it's a, it's a combination of how the message is delivered and they're also saying it's too harsh. But if you was at a fat camp, I, not, you know, just are they nice? No. At a fat camp? No. They're like, are, 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 they, are they saying, hey, climb over that. Don't worry if you can't get over that hill. Just, no, they're going to go hard. I mean, it's to whip you in the shape. Mm-hmm. Um, not, too, not too long ago, I saw um, one of the people that actually made that call, and she was on a live with other people. Happened to be one of those people was um, from T.I. Show. Shikana. Shikana. And she was on there with a bonnet. Like, like, like going off on this man. And I was sitting there saying to myself, this is exactly what he's talking about. Like, this is like, like she actually thought she was doing better. 
trying to prove a point when she was proving his point. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you angry? She was using all kind of curse words. Every other word was a cuss word. And she was on there with a bonnet. And that bonnet thing didn't even come from him. That came from, um, what's the, um, the lady, um, the comedian. I'm not too big on women comedians, but ain't that many out there. Um, <laughs> the one that lost weight that got blackballed, Monique. Hey, that came from her. Oh. They, they, the bonnet thing came from her. She made a video basically saying women need to stop wearing bonnets oh, out okay. in public, okay. and she got attacked for it. Okay, he just brought it back. back. He just brought it back up, but it didn't come from him. It actually came from her. So even when a woman makes those comments about another woman. That's, wearing a bonnet. That's why I said I felt like this will probably be the show out of all the shows that I've said things that I would get attacked on. I was prepared for this show to be the one because before people start being more direct, I was the direct one. I I've been direct. I've been I've been that dude and Monique for twenty years now. I've always said. That doesn't look on good on you. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do this. Just opinion, you know. Not hey, my you know my way is 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 my way, and you should follow my way. But you know, because everybody say, well, that's your opinion. A bonnet is not sexy in your opinion. A bonnet is sold to you to put on before bed. Mm -hmm. If you can't wear that bonnet to work the next morning to your nine to five, then you know better. And and this is the thing. Well, that's work. Okay, so, so let me ask you a question. What if they you, can act? If they can wear the bonnet to work, would it make a difference? Yeah, because that would be a simple. First of all, it that's I, I don't even get the question, but I guess just to answer your question, if it was a something that they could wear to work, it would be on a list of things that are probably pretty common, and we've already seen bonnets plenty in a professional capacity. We haven't because they weren't made for professionalism. They were made to sleep in. <laughs> so well, I'm saying someone will rebuttal you because you say you didn't understand. So someone will rebuttal you because you made the statement of if you can't wear that to work, then you should know better. It's just a point. It's just a metaphor. It's not. Let's not focus on if you can wear it to work. Is it something that you would put on to go to a club? No, I ain't never seen no girl no bonnet up in the club. Ever so they are separating shopping at Winn-Dixie with their children and going to the club when my thing is every time you step out the house you should be a representative of yourself your spouse and your children so that bonnet don't have no place at Winn-Dixie it don't have no place in the damn drive-thru at, at, at Popeye's either in my opinion it's made for in the house It's made to go to sleep in now you can do whatever you want to do and I don't want to come off judgy but you cannot get mad Five years later, when you're still single in the Popeye's line, you can't get mad at the world and men ain't shit. I can't find a good man. No, the man can't find a woman without a bonnet. Well, the, the reason I the reason I brought that up is because that's still going to be the stance that most people take. Like the reason that you're having those those uh, kickbacks or pushback is because of what I just said. It's not a metaphor. What I just said It's actually fact. Like if someone says, "Well, I can wear that to work." Or we have no dress code, this and that. Some things aren't edged in certain. But they can't say that. So uh, it's some people, some people aren't edged. It's not edged in their mind of what they think it is or what they don't think it is. And especially when it comes to women. Women say, "Hey, I can wear whatever I want to wear, and if someone don't like it, then forget them. I ain't really trying to deal right. with that person." Right, and then anyway. we'll wake up the next morning and go buy the employee handbook to go to work. What kind of fucking sense does that make? It don't make no sense. You are acting like you are being the person people look up to for somebody you clock in for and the people that you want that should be looking up to are your kids at home and your family. For those people, you're wearing a bonnet and you got dirty feet with flip-flops on. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, why? how do we have this concept to be professional and a hero and well-spoken and polite at work where you're on the clock for someone else and in your own kingdom, you look like shit? Where does that make any kind of sense at? I work from home and I still will put on a house dress with some cute slippers, brush my teeth, pull my hair back, no makeup, but some lip gloss. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't have to have on a, I'm at home, but still I have 
I, the lawn man is going to come over and knock on my door and ask me to unlock my fence to come in and I'm going to open the door with a bonnet on and with stank breath. Not that I need to impress him, but he has met my guy. So I'm a representative of my guy when I open up the door and the long guy is standing out there. I'm not trying to turn him on, but I want him to say to himself when he walk away, he got a nice looking wife. She's a nice looking lady. She's pleasant to be around. She's pleasant. Her breath doesn't stink. Because if my breath stinks, yeah, my breath stinks. But no, it's his wife's breath stink. So what would you say to the women that you definitely going to get some shit that's coming back? But what would you say to the women that they was like, I don't need a man to resist. I don't need to do some of these things because they're going to say Keep your, your, your goal might be to help to receive a man. But a lot of the women, a lot of times, they kind of come with this attitude of like, you can take it or leave it. Like, if you don't want me like this, then I just, I just don't need it. And like, that's what would cool. You? I would tell them to keep that energy. I can't make nobody want a man. If your attitude is I don't need a man, I don't want a man, then cool. In 88 years, when you shitting on yourself and ain't nobody help you clean up, keep that energy. So I would just tell them to keep that same energy. By the way... I don't feel like there's ever going to be a woman on the planet who is going to say, you know what? No one accepted me for my bonnet and my black and miles and my dirty feet. So I'm going to spend the rest of my life alone and that's cool with me. That's bullshit. That attitude comes from rejection. That attitude comes from breakup after breakup. That attitude comes from pointing the finger at everybody else and not taking a long, hard look in the mirror. A long, hard look. Like, since we've had that show about women and smoking, I've had three, three of, of not even my close friends. One was a close friend, one is an associate, and one is an enemy. Go out of their way to let me know that they don't smoke cigarettes no more. It took my show to tell you that your cigarettes mm -hmm. is funky. And then you went and made a change. You're welcome. Next time I want 20%. So you delivering that message and him delivering the message is it a difference? Is it a difference because nope. he is it a difference because he a man and they just don't want to accept that who is he? Because a lot of times like when I give advice and it's about relationships. If I say something as far as women, because I hear a lot of pushback also from his end, like well, he don't talk to the men that way. Which I've seen him recently, and that's not true either. I've let seen, them know too. I, I've seen him let men actually know. But a lot of times it's like I see women that say, well, who are you to say what a woman should do? You're not a woman. So is it being received different because it's just no. not a woman? No. Or do you think that the honesty board should just be what it is? It should be what it is. Okay, a woman could tell you, and it doesn't hurt your feelings. Mm -hmm. A man could tell you, and you're offended. But you're doing all that you your 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 whole existence has been to get a man, mm -hmm. or all your complaints have been about a lack of thereof. But you won't allow a man to tell you the truth. It doesn't make any sense at all. None at all. Let me tell you the problem. The problem is women are coddled. Black people in general are coddled. Which I know we don't have all black listeners. So since I'm black, I'm talking to my people first. We have been coddled. Somebody hit us, we got to turn the other cheek. Somebody shoot one of our children, we got to sing, we shall overcome. We always have to, so we've been taught to just be held and do things with kitten mittens. So if you want to tell someone they're fat, there's a way to do it with kitten mittens. There's a way to tell the officers to stop killing our kids. It's a way to do it with kitten mittens. No one wants us to be aggressive. No one wants us to be direct. For some reason, when it comes to us, we have to coddle and say things a certain way to make it easier for what? I come from theater. If you do an audition, they will tell you you're too black, too fat, too short, too tall, not black enough. You speak too proper. You spend the entire time trying to get one job being torn down. At the end of the day, people can use, and I shouldn't even use that word because I don't feel like they're tearing me down. I feel like they're giving me constructive criticism. The character is six foot tall, light skin, and talks like a white girl. But it's a 5.555, 200 pound girl in their talking ghetto for the job. What are they supposed to do? Honey, that was a great job. Keep trying. Or should they tell her this role is for someone who is six foot tall, light skinned, 150 pounds. You don't cut it. That's the truth. 
So next time when she go to an audition, she'll look at what the fucking character is supposed to look like and decide whether it fits her or not. Not go complain to the world that oh, it's colorism. They didn't hire me because I'm too black. They didn't hire me because I didn't speak proper enough. And give me a fucking break. It's a job. I'm so tired of that. And but and it's and it's mostly us. Be and it's, it comes systematically, too, because we've been discriminated against. So there was a time, yes, we didn't get the job because of the, the way that we look. We are in a different time. Does it still happen? Absolutely. Am I going to use it as a crutch? No, because the fact is I'm not six foot. I'm not light skinned. And I don't talk like the character because the character went to Harvard. I didn't go to Harvard. I went to fucking Florida State. So what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? It's fact. It's just that they didn't deliver the facts with kitten mittens. And don't nobody owe you nothing to talk to you like you got your mama at home. Don't nobody owe you that. These people that's podcasting and tell you the truth, they don't know you. All they see is you got on a bonnet. You told the man you work at McDonald's. You told the man you got three kids and three baby daddies. What the hell is he supposed to do with that? You just told him all the reasons why a man would not want you. So what do you say to some of the people that's saying that it's that's his opinion? And even though you're saying that it should be it should be coddled, they're saying, well, you should still be an up, uplifting. You shouldn't. He you're is saying, uplifting by you're telling saying, you the truth. He's not lying I, to you. I that I is agree. uplifting. I agree. But the but but you the number of outrage. It's by bad. the by, by the women, it's just that they just don't want to accept like how it's actually being done. Now I don't have a problem with it being done because they will put me in the same category as, as far as like yeah. how the message is being delivered. Yeah. And a lot of times, like people say, "Hey, you funny," or that statement that you made is funny. And I turn to them and I say, "What statement was funny?" Because I'm ass. not. I wasn't telling no joke. Mm -hmm. Like that's the thing. Maybe because of how it come off, but I'm I don't say it in a, a joking way. Mm -hmm. If I said someone's a little half back, that's just how I feel. Now, if you look up half backs, they height, they weight, and then you fit the criteria that mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out what the problem like, is. Like what is the necessary problem that I told you that the but, problem is they didn't take the message and go get on the treadmill. They took That's the message, <laughs> the energy that they're take, the approach. I would take everything this man said to me and first of all say, is he correct? Because the first thing my mom said to me when I came home crying about some shit someone said to me is, are they, is it true? Is it true? That is the first part of the question. He called me fat. Is it true? He called me a chicken head. Is it true? If it ain't true, then why are you worried about it? You're mad because he's right. So now what do you do about it? Because you get mad that he's right. It don't even make any sense to say, I got mad because he was right. Say that to yourself. Because he is right. Are you fat? Yeah. Did you have on a bonnet? Yeah. Do you make under $20,000 a year? Yeah. Do you have three baby daddies? Yeah. Do you live in the project? Yeah. Do you sleep around? Yeah. Then, then what is the fucking problem? Everything he told you was fat. So is he right? Ask yourself that. Was I'm upset, but was he telling me the truth? The answer is yes. Mm -hmm. So now you begin to take some of those things off the list. You can take the bonnet off and do your hair. You can't give your three kids back. Mm -hmm. But you can be an example for them not to do the same thing so they won't have three kids out of fucking wedlock in the projects. You, I'm, I'm, you know, things happen. People have kids. People make mistakes. You know, I'm not saying that all is lost because you have three kids and live in the projects. I'm saying that there's still time but for change. And in <laughs> my thing is, it's still time to change. And if you are someone who doesn't think you need to change, then I don't give a fuck about what you feel about what people are saying to you. Because you're not even making an effort to change. You're looking around at your environment and the way you are carrying yourself. And you said that this is suitable for your three kids to look at every day. And if you have that attitude, why should I give a damn if I hurt your feelings? You don't even think you need to do your hair. You don't even think you need to be a classier woman around your children. You know, in 2021, I've been around several women who smoke cigarettes in front of their children. Oh, man. It's unfucking believable for me to see any person, man or woman, light up in front of children a cigarette. That's bewildering to me. If I were a man and I walked up on a woman, I don't give a fuck how she looked, and she lit a cigarette in front of her child, ain't nothing. So let me ask you a question. 
you said you had three people that contacted you because you said that you don't like you don't like they went out of their way to let me know they quit yeah but did they give you the reasons on why they chose to quit i already know why they chose to quit is because they saw the show whether they're gonna admit that or not they saw the show Mm -hmm. they heard me speak passionately about it i said all the things that are true cigarettes don't smell like violets they don't smell like roses they sting and you're gonna die from smoking them so did everything i said was fact right yes fact i can prove everything that i said so they didn't admit it to you they they just didn't say hey girl i want you to know that i heard you and i quit it was a random yo you know it's been six months since i smoked then i get a message oh by the way i stopped smoking just out of the damn blue and then i saw like a friend of me in in a a restaurant area and you know what i don't give a fuck it just happened i didn't even mean to say it i was like you still smoke and she was like um girl that was so last year it was like something like that she just threw off the comment but it was like i know for sure that i had a little bit to do with all three of them because i've made separate big deals about all three of these people smoking when i came at my friend of me that was one of my things but you still smoke cigarettes that shit ain't sexy you know what i'm saying you're gonna be single forever if you smoke i said it for her and she don't smoke cigarettes no more and the other thing that they had a problem with is ranking system they say that you know it shouldn't be a ranking system because he acts like it's one to ten you can't use the the number seven and it was like, it shouldn't be like no ranking system. Now, how, what world do we live in? Because as far as I know, it's all ranking systems of how it goes. I you rank look, myself. When you, when you look at a beauty pageant, that's a ranking system. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when we, when eat, and especially for everybody that even plays sports or look at sports, that's a ranking system. Mm-hmm. LeBron is where he at is because there's a ranking system. We just can't, like, even though you might make it into the NBA. Yeah, you're not ranked in the th- NBA. Thank you. It right. does not mean that you're not ranked. So a right. lot of times when these women get on there, they was like, well, they kind of take offense to him saying, well, use, what do you rank yourself? Now, I will say some of the rankings, and I think this is where this comes into play, is I'm not saying don't believe in yourself. But some of the rankings be a little unbelievable because he has people that call in and they say, hey, I'm an eight. And I've even said this to I've even said this to my lady, because that's why I said, like, sometimes I think things need to be put in perspective. It's the difference between having confidence and what really goes on in the world. So my lady said, well, I'm an eight. I said, so do you see yourself? on a Beyonce, Janet Jackson type level right there because I look at them as like eight nines and tens. She thought about it and she said, no, I don't. But the number she gave me was eight. I ranked myself at eight or nine. Then she changed that number. Some of them often come in saying that they're eights and nines. And this is where these women are saying, well, he needs to be uplifting them. You can, if someone says that, they are eight, and they feel like they are eight after he gave you the criteria for the eight. Because he, he says, rank yourself one to ten. People like Beyonce are, he puts eight. them at eight. Yeah. He don't even give Beyonce and, a ten. And Rihanna ten. He give Rihanna ten, Beyonce an eight. So a regular person like me calling in, if I said eight, I'm already throwing him off because he already said out loud, Beyonce is eight. Mm-hmm. So someone basic like myself is going to call in. Hopefully, if I got any sense, at, uh, if I'm answering according to his ranking scale, I'm starting with six and below. Mm-hmm. If I got to compare myself with Rihanna, Rihanna and Beyonce and see, there's a woman out there saying, oh, she, she shouldn't do that. She's a 10 all day. She shouldn't. She shouldn't lower herself. Mm-hmm. She shouldn't do that. Men, you know what? You're full of shit. We know what we need improvement on. We look at our bodies in the shower. We look at our hair. We look at our skin with no makeup on it. And we know exactly where the fuck we rank against Beyonce and Rihanna. I don't give a damn how many aunties out there you telling you you beautiful. You know whether your teeth got a little tint to them and that they could be whitened. You know whether your hair need to be redone. You know whether you need to lose weight. Let's stop this now. Let's let's stop. I get it morally. But you know I what? get it what they're trying to do. No, but we don't live in a moral society. We don't. So we don't have time to be teaching our kids that, oh my God, you're beautiful no matter what. And send them out in the world when you know her damn hair need to be done. But see, this is the thing. 
I'm glad you went by physical beauty because you know what they rebuttal would be? They rebuttals a lot of times is they say, but I'm nice and I'm kind and I have a good personality and I'm loyal. So they start adding in this shit, but I'm like, he said physical beauty. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to take away from your niceness, you know, but at the end of the day, um, I've been set up on dates and anytime someone uses that word, how does she look? She's nice. I know, you know she has <laughs> what that means. I think everybody knows what that means. And that means I ain't want to see her later. And you know what? All. There's someone to, there's someone out there for everybody. If you got a woman that looked like the hunchback of Notre Dame, there's a man that match her. And they could be hunchbacks together. But the hunchback and the person who isn't trying, who has a lack of effort, who is complaining about men is aggravating. Because I can look at you in five minutes as another woman and say, well, if you fix that, that, and that, you might get a man. Mm -hmm. Easy. And I'm another woman. I'm not trying to put anybody down. But I also come from a very honest industry, music and entertainment, where they're going to tell your ass the truth, not to hurt your feelings, but they're going to tell you your nose is too big. So maybe you'll go get a nose job or you'll learn how to contour. One or the other, when we see you again, please understand that we've already told you that your nose is too big. So when you come back in here, you're going to make adjustments. That's all. That's the world we live in. Now, somebody out there is saying, but you can't tell that baby her nose too big. She's going to quit. Well, if, she, if some, one person telling her the truth, because it's probably fact that her nose is big. If that one person is telling her the truth then she has just changed the course of her life because she knows she has to ask her makeup artist to contour her. She knows that when she goes for a job, she needs a nice little bang to go across half of her nose. These are things to make you better. They're not designed to hurt. They're designed for you to fix it. I love tennis shoes. I love them, but for some reason, sports shoes like Nikes and Reeboks, they make my feet big. They make my feet look big. They do. They make me look like a clown. Now, some if something calls for me to go wear tennis shoes, I'm going to do the simple thing. I'm going to go find me something that make my feet look petite. So I got me some all-stars. It's the same shit. It's the same exact shit. But when you do it to yourself, you make sense of it. When someone else does it to you, you feel like you have to rebel against that. And I don't understand why. Because they're embarrassed. I mean, to, to me, that's just what it boiled down to. Like, I have big feet. And I know how to compensate for that. Like, I just don't wear shorts. You wear long <laughs> pants. You, you do shit that can, you know, smooth shit out. It's just right. like when, when someone is fat, they tend to wear black. black. So they tend to look So a you're bit. doing the same thing to yourself. Is now you have to come outside of that and say, that person is on the outside looking in. But they're giving me the same message I give to myself every day. When you put on that shirt and you recognize it's a little bit too tight, you take the shirt off and you put on another one to make you feel more comfortable or more socially accepted. So what are we doing by telling you guys the truth? Well, what I, are we? What are I, we doing? Essentially, the same thing you do to yourself, and you have a problem with it because it's me. You have a problem with it because it's him. You have a problem with it because it's Monique or whoever is delivering the message. You just don't feel like it's their place to tell you, but yet you'll sit on the platform on the phone with your girlfriends and complain about shit when you're not doing anything to fix what's broken. But see, my thing is like people tend to do the same thing that they saying anyway, call and calling the kettle black because. Even when that was happening, she was saying some of the same shit. Like, he's a black man. Should he not be uplifted? Because he has his own platform. He's a black business owner. Very successful. So, why should he be torn down when there's other things out here? And the other thing is, like, does this not go on in the world anyway? All day. Like, when, when, when men got to sit back, and I'm especially one of them. When men got to sit back and listen to songs like No Scrub and I Don't Need No Man and shit like that, that's male bashing. I take that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't look at TLC and was like, well, what the fuck are these bitches to be talking about what a scrub is and they want someone with a flat stomach and a big dick and, you know what I'm saying, you got to be making all this type of money. That's male bashing. I don't give a fuck how you cut that shit. So, for him to sit there and say you a small back or you a six, and six is cute. When has being cute been wrong? Like, Ugmo is when you need to be worried. Gizmo 
is when you definitely need to be worried. You can't come out in light and can't get wet. So everything needs to be at a halt at that point in time. He said you're six and you're cute. You're yeah. cute between pretty and cute. But what in their mind they're going down? 10, 9, 8, 7, 6? He got a lot of nerve. I ain't no motherfucking 6. But guess what? All that just made you a 6. You just devalue yourself right there. Right there. By not being able to take constructive fucking criticism. But that's a personal thing. Like, not too long ago, you know, and I had I had this conversation. Trick Daddy recently came out and said that he felt like Beyonce can't sing. And when I looked at, and when I listened to what he's saying, before I even heard the interview, I was like, I agree. I definitely agree that she can't sing. Because she have this beehive and there's a bunch of people out there that, that they're opinionated, they saying that. But really, at the end of the day, I've never heard a song that I felt like I listened where Beyonce made me want to cry, made me want to move, put a feeling inside of me. That's how I judge singers. Now, also, I'm an engineer, so I know those things. And the debate that I was having with this person is like, well, no, she can sing. I said, well, can she sing? Or was her voice enhanced to sing? Because that's another thing is an engineer that I know that go on. So when y'all watch people perform and y'all hear them for the first time, they say they can't sing. But I'm quite sure that artist already know that. That's why they're being enhanced. Nothing was wrong with what Trick Daddy said. It's his opinion, but that's his truth. His truth of saying that she ain't never made me cry. My heart didn't get weary. She can sing, but she can't sing. And that I thought was where it, the lines weren't clear because Trick Daddy can't talk anyway. So sing sounds like saying, but somebody me, me delivering the message I don't think I would have got bash. All you have to do is say there is a difference between sing and sing. Beyonce can sing. Patti LaBelle can sing. When you say it like that, people go, oh, well, wait. Because everybody has someone they know can sing and then somebody that can sing. And so they would get that type of analogy or comparison just to say in a whole, man, Beyonce can't sing. Everybody is going to fucking attack me. Everybody. Because that's... Basically saying it like that isn't true, but saying it like I deliver it well, is different. Well, people took it out of context because, like I said, I didn't hear the interview. Right. So keep in mind of who he is. The headlines just come up like, Trick Daddy said that, Beyonce, Beyonce can't, can't sing. <laughs> so without actually hearing the interview, once you hear it, you understand. You know and the saying. same thing with the podcaster. People take clips, and when they hear those clips... They just took him back like, oh, my God, he's talking to her that way. Instead of listening to the whole conversation that he's having with these individuals. Mm -hmm. So I can never say that he's tearing the black women down. But at the same point in time, he's a black man himself. Like we've been dealing with this shit for years, both on both sides, women and men. Women make songs about uplifting women and that. And if that's where you want that shit, then go. I don't feel like it need to be a, can a cancel culture because he's doing something on his platform that's telling truth. If Beyonce was told that and her friends encouraged her, that's the reason she continued to go forward. And work hard and bust her ass. And I'm that's all quite sure people didn't coddle Beyonce all her life. Somebody had to give her it real and raw in order for her to come the megastar and the beautiful woman and entertainer that she is today. That bitch is bad. But she didn't become bad like that by saying, hey, your pirouettes are great. You kick higher than everybody in here. You're great. You split, you kick, you jump, you got it. Someone told her that ain't it. Someone told her, yeah, you can split and kick and jump in them tennis shoes. You need to put on these six inch heels and see what you can do, homegirl. Somebody had to tell her that for her to become who she became. She didn't do that herself. No one would ever dream of doing a damn whole routine in six inch heels by themselves. Not a kid. It was somebody in her camp that says, okay, you can do it in them sneakers. Now it's time to go to the next level because you're looking at being the next Tina Turner. Tina Turner's here, Beyonce. You're nowhere near Tina Turner yet. You can't take off your tennis shoes and dance. 
You need to take them tennis shoes off and put on these shoes. Then we can start having a conversation about you being the next Tina Turner. That's what I'm talking about. You think Ike was being light on her? <laughs> no. Going hard on him. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> and that's, of course, what we're going to keep doing here at Relations. And we're going to switch gears into the second topic. If you ain't married, you're single. Um, there's a meme that I want to read because I think the meme will give us an idea of how the conversation should go. Um, the meme is really good. It's kind of comical. Um, I don't agree with everything that the meme says. Um, but it is what it is. Okay. So basically it says, if I can find it. Okay. So basically it says, if you're not married, you're single. And the excuses are, but we live together. Okay. You're single. He has credited my name. Okay, you're stupid and single. We got kids together. Okay, you're still single. So basically, this meme that I'm not going to waste my time trying to find is basically having a conversation with people trying to remind them that, hey, you're single. But the circumstances that they are in, they are twisting it. They're taking it away from single based on their circumstances. I have kids. We live together. We've been together 15 years. I talk to his mama every day. By the way, that was part of the meme. She said, I talk to his mama every day. And I'm sure his mama call you single. Because that's what you are. You're not married to her son. So um, we're going to have that conversation. Now, I can't because I am engaged. You know, I am not single. You are but single. But that is oh, the reason. That's not true. But that's why I just said that I don't agree with it. But I just said I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it because I'm engaged. I don't feel like I'm single. So so if you fill out paperwork right now to a job and you gotta put down single, married, what are you putting down? I have to put single technically. There you go. But sometimes I have lied and put married. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've actually done both. <laughs> you want me to cut this out? <laughs> I've actually done both, depending on what I was feeling out. You know what I'm saying? I've done both. Yeah, I got you. Um, I, but I, the reason why I, I feel that way for a reason, I actually think, and now a lot of applications and jobs and stuff that you fill out for, or a lot of conversations that you have, they are now equipped with the words domestic partner. Because of, of course, the LGBTQ stuff. But that's spilled over now to help Common people law. like me who are engaged. I could use you as, I could say, this is my domestic partner. Because we've lived together over a certain amount of years. So now that you could have that conversation, that's cool. So that clears that up. That I've actually used both or used um, domestic partner for like insurance reasons and shit like that. But that's why I feel like, which that's not the the topic why marriage is actually important but I want to focus on the women in general who feel like they are off the market or they feel like their partner should be on or off the market based on their circumstances now I feel like that's not true I'm off the market so that whole meme didn't mean shit to me just because it does prove a point you're not married that doesn't make me say, okay, well, I need to go back on the market and date because that's technically right. I'm not married mm -hmm. and he might need to, my husband might be out there. The person that wants to marry me, you know, might be out there. Maybe this isn't real, you know, but that would be stupid because then we wouldn't have anybody asking us for marriage mm -hmm. if we weren't technically willing to remove ourselves from the market over an engagement ring. Mm -hmm. So that might be the one sentence on the meme I think is fucking stupid. If you're engaged and someone has asked you to marry them, then you're, I don't think you're technically single. feel that way someone would challenge you as far as um which i feel like most people uh most women would they would say well he's still available so she can still give a crack at it now you're speaking from the perspective of you saying that hey i'm engaged so i'm off the market mm -hmm. and that's how you feel mm -hmm. and another competitor which would be another woman would say he ain't off the market he ain't walked that aisle so if I want to throw him this catcher's mitt, I should be able to do that. And it's his, uh, it's his prerogative whether he want to go that way or yeah. not. And, I, and, and <clears throat> I've said before on the show plenty of times, you know, I don't owe nobody nothing. Um, and I, I say that to myself as truth, meaning if another woman 
made her presence and her stance known to take my man. I'm saying she don't owe me nothing. So she know I ain't going to fight there. That's what I mean by I don't owe nobody shit. And you don't owe me nothing either. So when you come over here, it's World War II. If we go, it's going down because I don't know you. You don't know me. We don't need to fight with no kitten mittens on. I'm going to kick your ass. And you, you have the free right to try to kick mine. But we finna fight. That's what I mean by saying you don't owe me nothing. I'm just already letting you know. Ain't no, oh, we women. And you know what I'm saying? You don't owe me nothing. We women. Who would the, be the best woman win? Uh-uh. I don't owe you nothing mean. And you don't owe me nothing either. And you finna catch it over here about mine. So she, she welcome to. You're right. He ain't walked down the aisle. He, come on. Try it. Come on, Cletus. Come on. Now, if you get your ass whooped, it's happened? impossible for me to get my ass whooped. Nothing's impossible now. Nah. Yes, it is. It's in fucking nothing, possible. Nothing I is carry. impossible. I will put a bitch down. Listen, it's a, it's a fight fan. I thought Mike couldn't get beat. You know what I'm saying? Buster Douglas had other plans in place, and my heart was broken that night. <laughs> and we all thought Mike was invincible. <laughs> <laughs> it can happen but i get you know what i'm saying i get where you're coming from you know what i'm saying but at the end of the day they have a right to say that you ain't that you're you're single yeah and it's i agree and it's a matter of it's a matter of circumstance um not that you're single or not but just how people look at it because a lot of times even now um if you are staying just like you say with your partner Y'all are not married, domestic partners, or I think common law marriage or something like that. If we get into a fight, cops come, she want me out the house. If I get mailed there and I'm staying there, she can't kick me out. Mm -hmm. Technically, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And she could say, hey, we ain't married, we just live together. It's not. By common law, can't, yeah, she can't kick you out. can't really do anything. Now, I can choose to leave yeah, and, but they grab, can't put you out. And, and, and grab my shit, but... That has happened to me where I was staying with somebody and she tried to kick me out, tried to call the cops. I'm like, ain't nothing going to happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I already knew nothing wasn't going to happen. But she went through the old, you know what I'm saying, rigor and roll. The cops there got done and had to tell her like, look, ma'am, like, you was emailed her. He live here. Like, ain't really nothing we could do. Mm -hmm. Now, she could have tried another route, you know, your route of kicking my ass. That wouldn't have happened. You know what I'm saying? So that's why the cops was involved. <laughs> you know, it, 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 is, it is what it is at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like a lot of times, you know, you know, women do say, you know, things like I'm married and it's because they have kids. Um, uh, shit. Um, on my way here. I saw a, a, a beautiful woman in a nice skirt, had some voluptuous ones, and I was like, well, who you in here with? And she hit me with the, nobody. I'm like, you single? She said, I'm married. Now, I'm not sure if I believed that she was married, but, you know, I take it at, I take it at face value that, you know, if she say that she married, but if I would have dug into it a little bit deep, if she could have been using one of the, <laughs> I, I think it's a disservice and I, I, it's weird for me because I have been someone who has worn costume jewelry, costume rings. I don't like to be someone who's known as a single woman. I like for people to know that I'm with someone. So whether I was on a one month commitment or a two month commitment, I had a ring on. I've always worn a ring. Um... <clears throat> It's been different for me because of the industry that I work in. I feel like me being a missus or them knowing there's a mister somewhere or someone who has my best interest, I've always felt like that gave me an extra layer of safety. Now, I will say that's always been a positive. I'll tell you where it's negative. During those times when I wasn't, any, was, wasn't with anybody and I was wearing that ring, someone, a good person, may have been in that room that may have passed up on me because I was wearing a ring and only been in this relationship for 30 days. Mm -hmm. But it made me feel so confident. Being in a, a relationship makes me feel really secure, makes me feel really grown up. So you up. wearing a ring while you're single? Or I was wearing. Someone? Or you was with someone? I wasn't single, but I also wasn't committed. Like, if you asked the other person, they wouldn't have said I was their girlfriend. But 
if someone asked me if I was single, my answer was no. But that was because I was just comfortable who I was fucking. I was comfortable with who I was fucking and I didn't want to be the girl at the party that didn't have a boyfriend. It just wasn't cool to Did me. Did you regret it? Since he wasn't committing to you and you were single, do you regret wearing a ring claiming him? I regret losing any opportunity that I may have lost. Now, I can't really say I regret it with a big sincere heart because I don't know I don't know that it existed. It's just in my head gotcha. that Oh, so no one you were just saying someone's in the room. Right. But you somebody didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. I would never know to this day if somebody thought I was cute or attractive and wanted to talk to me and just didn't because I had the ring on. And it wasn't about me walking in the room and announcing that I was married, but I had a big rock on my finger. Sometimes now, that, you say sometimes that doesn't matter. Sometimes that don't matter. But I'm not in the room with 100 men either. I'm only in the room with six. You know, the numbers in here are small. So out of, these are very, these are six men in close proximity to a rock. Mm-hmm. And I already carry myself like it ain't happening because it's not. I don't go anywhere to, to to get anybody's sexual attraction. It's not happening. I want you to like me for the way that I speak. I want you to want to see me again. Yes, but I'm, I don't want you to want to fuck me right now. So my I don't come off that way. So that mixed with having a ring, I think, deterred a lot of people of, from talking to me. And that would be the mistake and I could honestly say that more sincerely if I didn't have a man now. If I was still single, I would be pissed that I wore that ring back then because I could have missed the opportunity. But I'm saying after the breakup with after the breakup with the guy, mm-hmm. you could have been going through that scenario. And the, and it's crazy too because um, I'm I'm not married, but I have I have I know married people, and they were saying, well, you know, when you get the ring, that attract. A lot of women for, for men. men for men um for men now i've heard that i don't really I, I i don't really know if it's true or not you know blase this this and that um my dad don't even wear my dad don't even wear his marriage ring um he wears a ring but it's not um it's not a marriage ring. it's not so, a wedding and, band so no uh, i don't i wouldn't even wear uh, uh, <clears> a a <throat> wedding band for one, I, I've always looked at the marriage thing is like this shit is like uh, ludicrous. We we'll probably probably get into it to another show, but to me, I feel like you know you get this woman, this big ass rock, you know what I'm saying, and every woman and they friends that you know he done spent half his house on the goddamn ring, and the woman gets to show the shit off, and some man gets some fucking silver, um, like some band. Like I feel like that's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, if I'm gonna wear a ring, it's gonna be a ring I choose. But that's just how I feel. I'm not finna wear no no fucking band that's just a gold piece like you want something more extravagant yeah you know what I'm saying but that's my own you know that's my own personal thing but that's just you know that's just how I view it Mm -hmm. so even if I was out and about and it was a ring that's personally made the woman wouldn't know that you know what right. i'm saying she would just see it and say oh okay because it just, doesn't look like a traditional yeah ring. It, it wouldn't it doesn't look like a traditional ring um and i don't even really know if i would even want that type of attention you know what i'm saying because i feel like a lot of times when i hear guys say that it's really because they like i still got it you know what i'm saying even though i got the ring on it was still someone who came up to me and you know they don't go they don't cross the line or no shit like that but it's just for that i feel like the way women do it and the way men do it is to- are, are totally different see the woman wants to show off the ring she wants people to see um, it um yeah. wants to detract some of the guys and to guys it's like a magnet it's like you know it's like way different yeah i can say when i see a man with a ring it's not an attraction thing it's a curiosity thing, especially when he's good looking, a little rough around the edges. It's like you actually committed. There's someone like you that makes commitment. That's my first initial intrigue. I would not say I am attracted to married men. I would say I am intrigued by a certain type of married man. If I see my type, which is usually a little rugged, Got to be intelligent, but cannot be soft. My man has got to be hard and rugged. And because of the hardness and the ruggedness, where he got that from, where it came from, that particular place in his life may work against marriage. Street life, being raised by a single mom, 
uh, grew up in the projects, grew up on his own. That environment that contributed to him being rugged may be the reason why he's not wanting to marry. So when I do meet someone who is like this person that I describe, that is willing to commit, it's just intriguing. And because you're intrigued, you end up having conversation. And I think that is where the attraction is from. If I'm putting myself in that position where I'm having a conversation with my type of married guy, he's my type, but he happens to be married. That's where the intrigue starts. It starts with the conversation. Um, it starts with, hey, you know, this is someone who likes to, he commits. He's someone who's not scared of commitment. And that is very attractive. Then on top of that, he smells good. He makes a lot of money. He's not trying to fuck. That's the thing about married men is that they're not thirsty. They're not going to put themselves out there like a hoe. They're going to let you be one, though. They'll let you be one for sure. But they're very smooth. Let and you be one. Meaning this. I'm, <laughs> they let you know that they're married. They let you know they're married. He has on his wedding band. He has done nothing in the last 60 minutes to make me think that he would cheat on his wife. Yeah, but your whole tendency come out. And, and he allow and he what I say I'm not blaming him but I'm saying he allows that and it's kind of like once you get that and once you know that you know now that he's using his marriage to his advantage because he knows well, that's what I'm that saying. him being married attracts women they but, know that yeah but I, that's why I would have to disagree agree with you because like I said for a guy it's more that you are you in the game and then it's like you can take it as far as you want to take it. Um, a lot of times having those inappropriate conversations like I'm married and then you have an inappropriate conversation right with a woman that. That, yeah. that knows that I'm married and I'm just looking for a little bit because I'm like, you can't take me from my wife, but I can take some of that pussy. It's just, it's just a matter on what I want to take. You know what I'm saying? Now, you having whole tendencies ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that that's what's going on. So a lot of times when I hear women that be like, yeah, you know, we attracted you because. But do you think the woman is wrong? If we're, if we're staying on topic mm -hmm. and we're agreeing with some of what the meme says, if you're not married, you're single. So if you were married and there was a single woman pursuing you because you're married, do you think she would be wrong? Would you put your foot down and say, young lady, you're out of pocket? Yeah, she wrong. I'm I'm gonna say she wrong just because at the end of the day we know right from wrong. It's it's just like every it's it's true to everything in life. Like at the end of the day, anything that's good is bad. <laughs> and everything that's bad is good. Yeah. That's the way of the world. Like you know that the conversations that y'all having are, are are inappropriate. Um a lot in particular with women Women put themselves in situations where you could be talking to this guy that ain't married, single as fuck, or out there dating and this and that. You choosing the fucking guy that what you just said, the key word, committed. He's committed. So he's, if, he's showing if he you that, already, hey, I'm a marriage he, material. If he's already committed, you doing Adam and Eve. You tempting him with the apple. You understand what I'm saying? How could that not be wrong? I don't want no bitch trying to holler at my man when he's married. So I don't want to give the wrong message. But we just had this whole conversation about our culture and how we coddle. And it's just like being a woman, being a black woman, getting a corporate job and having another black woman boss. Because she's black, do I not try to take her position? Knowing I want her job. Do I sit at my desk and talk myself out of being in pursuit of her position because she's another black woman? But that's not off limits. Listen to what I'm saying. Okay. It may be based on her being another black woman. Maybe. There are a lot of people out there listening that saying, hey, I would never do that. Another black man ain't my op. <clears throat> There's a lot. Things have changed. I'm telling you. <clears throat> Society is super fucking sensitive right now. Super sensitive. So there are some women out there that say, if I got a job in a, in a, a corporate world and my boss was black and she was doing it and she was nice to me, that my objective should not be to take her place. They will definitely tell me I'm dead ass wrong. And there are some women out there who believe if they are single and a man is married, 
that they could still put themselves in a position. We just you I think you just told some of your friends to watch this program called Sex Life. And that exact thing is happening at this guy's job. He's married and his boss knows he's married. And she said, you know what? I know you're married. I respect that. They haven't done anything sexual. But she said, I'm letting you know that I'm an option. I would hate myself as a single woman meeting a man like you and not letting you know where I stand. I listened to that conversation. And I'm like, if I was his wife, I'd be pissed. But as just a woman watching the show, she ain't wrong. She's not touching him. They're not having any, they're having an inappropriate conversation, yes. But they have, the, the, no, I'm saying they're not doing anything physically wrong is what I mean. They're not having sex. But she's not going that far. All she's doing is saying, hey, I'm applying for the job if you fire the wife you got. I want you to know that I like you. I cannot with good conscience, being an intelligent person, Start spreading this coddle shit and saying, you shouldn't do that, ladies. Don't tell a married man that you're available. That's wrong because now I'm falling back into this moral space that our world has got us in that holds us back, to be honest. Burger King and McDonald's ain't with that shit. Burger King could be right here and guess what? McDonald's gonna open right there and not give a damn. And honestly, in the animal kingdom, that's survival. We are not surviving. We are, but we lying to do it because we're afraid people are going to tell us that surviving is wrong. And it's not. Survival is what it is. Survival. We have to survive out here. You know what? It's hard to find a man that looks good, makes money, and don't like booty. So I'm sorry if he's married. You know what? I can't even do this no more. You know what I'm saying? Because this is, this is getting a little... Overboard. She didn't went to rump wrangling. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I can't in good conscience tell women not to, to choose. Be careful, but choose. Uh, I get it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we, man, we finna move. We finna move the topics because I ain't even because I, I I don't disagree with you, but we got to get the topics. I'm finna go into the tap in section. Cause I can't. I can't because she's talking about people that like booty. I just, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to stop it. It threw you off, but it's a real I'm problem. I'm going to stop it right here. <laughs> and we we going to go into something like that. All right. Uh, we're going to do the um, tap-in section. Oh, do you guys know what tap-in is before he reads the tap-in? It's like you're having a personal issue at home, and we're not talking about it because we don't know. Email him at spadeperry at gmail.com to give your tap-in. Thanks for that rollout. As usual. It's crazy, man. I can't even get away from these topics. See? Now, check this out. It's, it's, it's kind of real crazy. All right. This lady says that I've been married for five years. <clears throat> and I'm happily married. Uh, happily married with my husband. As of recently, I've had an ex-boyfriend reach out to me on Facebook. <clears throat> um... What's crazy enough is this is the ex-boyfriend that I've always had amazing sex with. So I find myself fantasizing about the sex that we used to have because the, cur the current sex that I'm having isn't spontaneous and it's not like that. I do have two kids, so our sex drive has kind of went down. But I cannot get these fantasies and thoughts of out, out of my head. And he's been tempting me lately, telling me to come visit him. Am I wrong for this? Is she wrong for what? Because technically all she talking, did was tap in. Talking to... She's, is she having a conversation with him? Yeah. Oh. She said that she's having a conversation. He reached out to her on Facebook. Okay. So they've been having inappropriate... Well, she didn't say inappropriate. She said that they've been talking. But to me, it goes inappropriate because he asked her to come visit him. And she's I'm going to stop you there. Because I think you're fibbing. I think you think the communication itself is disrespectful. How do you feel about the ex-boyfriend reaching out her on Facebook to begin with and her replying? That's where I think the disrespect is. I think all of it is disrespect. It's not about that. Like, at the end of the day, I I'm going to give you my view on it. Um, just like I said, things that you want to take away from. She started off with saying she'd been happily married for five years. Now, someone, re your, not someone, your ex reach out to you. The person that you had amazing sex with, got a big dick or whatever the case may be, and now you fantasizing about this guy, and you are talking to him. This is the reason you can't even get these thoughts out of your mind because now you're reminiscing, probably reminiscing why you fucking your husband. 
But then you take it a step further and you talking to him. And not only are you talking to him, which is inappropriate, he's inviting you out. He's inviting you to come visit. You married. Fuck you mean? Like, what is what is right about this? Because at the end of the day, if that motherfucker go on your Facebook and go into your messages, he might test your jaw. Because that's probably what need to happen. That's how I feel. If you happily married with two kids, you need to figure out a way to spice up your sex life. If it is if it's not comparing to the sex that you had with him. She did say I had two kids and I get that. You know what I'm saying? Postpartum come into play. You probably don't look how you used to look. You didn't gain weight. I get all that type of shit. But you ain't gonna look the same way that you looked it when y'all was fucking back then either. But you ready to go hop a plane and go hop on a joy a, a, a joystick because someone is calling you. You ain't gonna tell your husband that. You ain't gonna tell him that y'all was talking. You ain't gonna do all any of that shit. And that would be my advice. <clears throat> If I were going to give in, any advice to the person that write, wrote in, I would say, I need to talk, you need to talk to your husband. And I would start off that conversation by, I need to talk to you. This is what happened. My ex-boyfriend reached out to me on Facebook. First, let's take that. Because you have to give your husband a chance to respond to the fact that this person reached out to you on Facebook. And then you have to admit that, oh, I kind of made a mistake and I replied. And you need to apologize for replying. Because Y'all that's tested. the first thing you did wrong was you allowed your ex-boyfriend to infiltrate your relationship because now y'all are doing something that your husband knows nothing about that cannot happen everything that you're doing even if it is inappropriate or questionable your spouse should know about it just walk through the fire it's not like saying hi is not divorce well it's really because going to visit him is divorce but the only way you're getting to go visit him is because you're having this back and forth conversation the back and forth probably would have stopped after day one hey i have to tell you something my ex-boyfriend is reaching out to me on facebook the husband would have said something very profound right then that would have cut the rest of that conversation off has she just included him in the problem? Sometimes we get messages, and I'm going to be honest with you, and we don't really want know what to do with them because we're nurturers, we're friendly, we want to be me. I'm talking about me. We, I want to be friendly with all my exes. I'm not mad at anybody. Kumbaya, everything is peace. So sometimes when I get a, hey, I saw your podcast. Man, you're doing really great things, man. Congratulations to you. Inside, I know my man does not want me to reply because I know my man. But also on the inside, I'm still Kana Lassiter. That has not changed. And the myself would say, you know what? Thank you. And send them a link to watch my shit. That's who I am. So because I have two different people inside, I will bring my spouse in to help me decide which person I'm going to be today. Mm. Why don't you let me tell you the message that I got? What should I do? Man, block that nigga. He gonna get blocked. <clears throat> oh man, that ain't nothing, man. Make sure he's we need a different we need subscribers. Send that nigga to our page. Done. I got Sometimes I will just help my spell spouse help me make the right decision if I'm torn and I don't know whether something's wrong or right, or I'm in between the two. See, a lot of times the spouse can't make that decision because you're make they, it on they, your own. No, it's not even about that. See, you gonna leave out some major fucking details. See, the details that you gave was, hey, my boyfriend just, my ex-boyfriend reached out to me. And you're going to leave out the details that we used to have some wild sex. He had the biggest dick that I ever seen in my life. He used to make me come so hard. See, them details you're going to leave out. So before he can get to block that shit, you already reminiscent. Yeah. Like, she was reminiscent because it. she said that it was the best sex that she ever had in her life. And that's a lot different because the part that she's going to leave out to the husband it's is the best sex. this is the best sex that I had in my life. See, it, hit different. it hit different. I don't but, know. but that would be. <laughs> I don't know why. That, well, I do know why. You know why? You know why? Because I know. they already don't have open, comfortable dialect in their relationship. He can't come home and say he saw a very beautiful woman today. Jeez. He can't come home and say somebody brushed against me today. I smelled her perfume when my dick got hard. He cannot have a conversation with her like that. They don't have an open dialect. That's the real problem. That's why she's hiding the Facebook message is because she can't tell her husband. You ever thought of that? But you know what though? When I try to have those conversations with women, um, I feel and I, I kind of know why. I feel like it don't really go that way a lot of times because women have said to me when I've had those type of conversations, like I'm the most open 
that they didn't talk to is because I don't bring up my ex-boyfriends because the men tend to get mad. Or uh, I can't say certain things because I got to watch his feelings or how he feel. I mean, look, man, at the end of the day, the way I feel is fact is fact. If his dick is bigger than me, it's just bigger than me. Ain't just because not, you don't I, tell it, me doesn't mean it's yeah, big. I, it, it's like, how you know you the best pussy I've been with? You know what I'm saying? Like, you might be a little larger than what I'm used to. I done had some smaller shit than you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Titties are not made the same size. Body types, all kind of shit. These men need to start telling these motherfuckers that, listen, you may think you're on the top of my list, but you're not. Yeah. And it's true. I, and I think that's the real thing that I would share with her in particular is it's not so much about what happened to you in the instance of the messages. That's what's starting the conversation. You need to be more open. Y'all need to be more open with each other. And don't pretend y'all the only two motherfuckers on the planet because you ain't. Somebody else makes your man smile just like someone else makes you smile. Whether it's a good morning text from somebody, old or new, or whether it's somebody at your job. We are humans. People fulfill different things in our lives. And when you're able to talk about those things, you can enjoy those things without crossing the line. You just got to be honest about it. And my name is Kayla Lassiter, and this is Relations, and we hope to see you back here every Friday night at 8. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and IG at Kayla Lassiter. You can find your boy on both platforms. It's Twitter and IG, 51 Spade. And, hey, I want to thank everybody for joining us on Podbean. Please subscribe. It is relations.podbean.com. And every Friday, check us out on YouTube. If you're looking for the shirts, it's alphamalegodcreations.com. And like I always say about this time, please.